from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here in Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m. and 94.5 f.m. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you for joining me today. It is Monday, June 8th. we got a great show in store for you. Deacon Dave O'Brien, Director of Pastoral Care at Mercy Medical Center, coming up here soon. Going to talk about yesterday's gospel. Uh, Megan Selwa, Channel 13 Meteorologist, will be on for her live extended forecast this morning. Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up, going to preview his 9 o'clock show. At 7.45, Kelly Walquist is going to be back on the show. Catholic author and speaker, founder of Wine, Women in the New Evangelization. We're going to talk about cultivating and attaining the peace of Christ and what that actually means and how it is that we can actually live in that peace in our day-to-day life. Also on the show today, Pope Francis talking about the Trinity yesterday for Trinity Sunday, and uh, as it is the saving love for a broken word, a world, I'll have our Holy Father's words on that. Mark Amadeo, we'll have your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. We'll have your Saint of the Day in the second half hour as well, and that will do it packed show this morning. Let's do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Monday to you. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing just fine. You have a good weekend? I did. I got a chance to be outdoors a little bit yesterday. Had some uh, relatives over, you know, social distancing with the relatives. Hmm. Uh, we're back at it. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, we are too, I think. It was a little bit hot, but uh, nonetheless, it was a nice weekend. Yeah, I think we're having some connectivity problems a little bit here today, yeah, <laughs> John. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, I heard part of that. Yeah, it's good. it's good to be outdoors. It's going to be very warm today, as you probably heard in the weather update. Hot and humid, muggy, high at 91. And then the heavens open up the next couple of days. We're going to see a lot of rain from that uh, tropical storm moving up from the south. That will affect Iowa weather beginning tomorrow. That's what I read. So, uh, well, I'll let you get into it. But, yeah. It, uh, everyone needs to stay safe out there, and we'll keep our prayer. I'm, I know I'm keeping my eye, and we'll keep our prayers for those down south. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk. Meteorologist Megan Selwell, currently in Des Moines, mostly sunny skies, 73 degrees, southeast winds at 13 miles prior. The humidity up there near 80% at the Mercy One Studios here in central Iowa. And today we will see mostly sunny skies, hot and humid conditions, and very muggy. High of 91 degrees today with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, overnight low of 70 degrees, and tomorrow, scattered showers and thunderstorms. 
storms as a tropical storm crystal ball moving up from the south. A high of 77 degrees for your Tuesday. Wednesday, more of the same. We'll see rain early than windy conditions later in the day. A high of 74 degrees. And the rest of the week, Thursday and Friday, partly cloudy and dry highs in the upper 70s. So much cooler conditions as that tropical storm moves up from the south. Well, in the news, on this Monday morning, uh, casinos, amusement parks, and other businesses were allowed to reopen in Iowa last Monday as Iowa Governor uh, Kim Reynolds continues to ease coronavirus mitigation efforts in the state of Iowa. Now, Prairie Meadows in Altoona will remain closed until 8 o'clock next Monday, June 15th. The Altoona Casino will limit entrances uh, when they reopen. Anyone with a fever will not be allowed in, and all guests and employees will be required to wear face coverings. The next round of expected openings uh, across the state of Iowa comes on Wednesday, June 17th. That is when the indoor performance theaters, adult daycare centers, and uh, indoor playgrounds are expected to be allowed to reopen. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds will have more information on reopenings in Iowa later this week. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Well, we're one week away from Iowa high school baseball and softball teams uh, beginning their first games. Uh, next Monday, June 15th, will be the season openers for both the Dowling baseball and softball teams as they open up on the road at Des Moines North. And our first game on Iowa Catholic Radio is scheduled to be uh, Wednesday, June 15th as Dowling hosting Lincoln in high school baseball. And uh, Joe Stacy with the call will have the broadcast Wednesday, June 15th right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And once again from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly sunny skies, 73 degrees, a southeast wind at 13 miles per hour. And today we'll see mostly sunny skies, very muggy conditions with hot and humid weather, a high of 90 degrees. We have southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Monday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Just the way you want to start off a Monday, that is accident-free and no other problems to pass along. Just remember all the construction out there this morning, so do be careful as you're out and about. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team stringed by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. It's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, thank you, Jimmy. No Deacon Dave this morning. Uh, instead, we'll go to Pope Francis. The uh, Trinity is saving love for a broken world, his talk yesterday. Uh, who, when, when he spoke about this, of course, uh, John 3.16, but it was Trinity Sunday. And he says that in a world filled with corruption, evil, the sinfulness of men and women, that the Trinity is there to show us that saving love and what that love can actually look like. His weekly address, he talked about God creating a good and beautiful world. But after the fall, the world is marked by evil and corruption. Quote, we men and women are sinners, all of us. He continued speaking, God could intervene to judge the world, to destroy evil and chastise sinners. Instead, he loves the world despite its sins. God loves each of us even when we make mistakes and turn away from him. And I just want to stop there for a second because I think that is so powerful for us to be able to reflect on this morning. 
God could intervene to judge the world, to destroy evil and chastise sinners. Instead, he loves the world, despite its sins. God loves each of us, even when we make mistakes and turn away from him. You know, it, it is so, um, I, don't, I don't want to say it's in our nature, but it, it's true for me and I think it's true for you that we can get this idea when it comes to God that he loves us only when we're good. You know, he, he loves everything good about me, but not the mess. You know, and, and I remember what, growing up, um, going to uh, Steubenville conferences, and those really played, a, I mentioned that, a powerful role in my own faith. And, and just hearing from them over and over again that God loves all of you. He loves you. you know, he, he loves even you and your mess and your difficulties, all of that. That God loves you. And let that just be a quick reflection for you this morning, friends, on your way to work or wherever you are listening right now, is to realize that God loves you. And the Trinity is that, that sign, that, that, um, uh, that uh, uh, manifestation, if you will, of that love that God has for each and every one of us. Pope Francis reflected, continuing on, on 3, 6, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. These words indicate that the action of the three divine persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, is all one single plan of love that saves humanity and the world. Remember, friends, God did not come to condemn the world, but he came to save it. Jesus was not here to condemn us or condemn them, all the bad people, but to save them. He even loved the Pharisees. You know, that's something, again, we have to remember. God even loved the Pharisees. Yeah, he was hard on them. Yeah, he said some things that, you know, woke them up, I think, a little bit. At least you hope so. But he did so because he knew what they needed to hear. But he loved them. And he wanted what was absolutely best for them. He continued on pointing to the great love of God the Father, who, to save sinners, sent his Son and the Holy Spirit. The Trinity, quote, from the Holy Father, is therefore love, all at the service of the world, which he wishes to save and recreate. God loves me. This is the sentiment of today, he underlined. According to Francis, to live a Christian life means welcoming God's love, encountering him, searching for him, and placing him first in our lives. By the way, if you want the full text of this, uh, you can go to catholicnewsagency.com. They'll have uh, all the Holy Father's words on here. He says, May the Virgin Mary, dwelling place of the, of the Trinity, help us to welcome with an open heart the love of God, which fills us with joy and gives meaning to our journey in this world, always guiding us towards our destination, which is heaven. He concluded then with a Marian prayer. So let that be a short reflection this morning in place of uh, in Deacon Dave. God loves you. He loves all of you. Every part of you. Coming up right after this, a new Vatican streaming service. They're calling it the Catholic Netflix that is breaking out of the Vatican. I'm going to have that for you and what it's going to feature and how you can get it right after this. This looks really interesting, folks. John Lee in the morning right here on this Monday, June 8th. Thanks for starting your week with us. And a thank you to Dean Bell of Bell Construction. Uh, Dean is a dear friend of mine. Been doing residential re-roofs longer than I've been alive, though. 963 44 Residential re-roofs all throughout Central Iowa. Again, 
he's got the name that carries the weight when it comes to uh, doing a good job and making sure that his customers are satisfied each and every time. They're with you the whole way through residential re-roofs. Now sounds like it's the season for it. 963-4494. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. This is Dr. David Anders, host of Call to Communion. Catholic Radio is the best tool we have for evangelization in the church today. I believe your support of your Catholic radio station can make an eternal difference in the life of an individual, a family, and in society. So support Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Leonetti, the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show this morning. It is Monday, June 8th, a brand new week. Put last week behind you. Here we go, launching into a new week, and we are ready to go. Um, Coming up, we're going to have Kelly Walquist on in the second half hour. Uh, She's going to be talking about uh, peace and how it is that we can both live in and cultivate that peace of Christ Jesus into our lives, what that actually looks like. She's the founder of Wine, by the way, Women in the New Evangelization, which is doing great work for the ladies out there. Joe Stopulis uh, will be on, host of uh, Man Up, and Megan Subble will have your weekly forecast. But yes, I I have read it's going to be pretty rainy out there, so we'll see. 
Also, I'm going to get to something today because I have a little bit of extra time uh, that I didn't think I would have. So I, I pulled something out of the archive here uh, that I thought was really interesting when I first read it. I never really got around to it, but I'll do it. Um, some interesting facts from Pope John Paul II. Of course, uh, we celebrated his 100th birthday uh, a little over a week ago, and um, which is really hard to, uh, hard to imagine. But uh, there's some interesting facts about John Paul II that a lot of people didn't know. And um, Rachel Padilla, she uh, is a, a blogger and an author, and she put together this uh, less than a week ago. So we'll have some interesting facts for you on John Paul II. In the meantime, this is kind of breaking news out of the Vatican. The um, Vatican has put together a sort of Catholic on-demand streaming device that is launching today. Uh, this The service plans to include films, television series, and documentaries about popes, saints, the Shroud of Turin, the original Vatican. Vatican media documentaries. Uh, it's going to be available on several streaming-capable devices, including computers, uh, televisions, tablets, and mobile phones. However, despite previous claims, the platform does not aim, the Vatican says, to be the Vatican Netflix. Quote, it is nice that this project was born from individuals who understood the importance of offering quality content linked to Catholic tradition and culture. Is coming out of the head of Vatican Communications, Paolo Ruffini. Uh, the Vatican looks favorably on this initiative, which is not institutional. It is not a thing of the Vatican or of the Church, but of private entrepreneurs. Uh, the service will first launch in Italy, but plans to expand to other countries, including North and South America, the Philippines, Spain, and Poland. The service will also include original content, including a film about St. Padre Pio and the Shroud of Turin. According to Catholic News Agency, the streaming service is a joint venture of the Italian video production uh, of a Italian video production company and digital service company out of Italy. So there you go. Thought that was pretty interesting. By the way, I, I um, that little nod there to Saint Padre Pio. I'm reading his um, I'm reading his letters to his spiritual director right now, and man, I've never read that book, and I've read a lot on Saint Padre Pio. But uh, hopefully that film will include some of what he experienced and what he shares in his experiences of his spiritual direction. I mean, it is powerful. I, I, Of course, I just started it two days ago, so I don't have the exact title of the book. But I think it's something of the sort of letters to a spiritual director um, that were made public after he died. And he goes into, this is him personally, so not just kind of a biographer, uh, but he goes into what it was that he experienced uh, the day of his stigmata, um, and just kind of what, what God was doing in his soul. It is powerful, a powerful read. And I think I remember seeing it last time I was actually inside Divine Treasures. I want to say I, I saw the book there, um, but I can't say for sure. I do know that if they don't have it, of course, they order everything for you. Um, but yeah, it was. it's a good one, a good read. And I'm just about a quarter of the way through, so, so far... So good. All right, I'll get to these uh, obscure facts. As I said, I got a little bit of extra time today uh, from St. John Paul II. A little over a week ago, we celebrated his 100th birthday. And uh, yes, indeed, even 15 years after his death, he continues to have a great impact on Catholics around the world. I know he does in my own spiritual life as well. So here's a few obscure facts that you may not know that were put together by Rachel Padilla, a blogger. Uh, number one, I didn't know this at all. When his mother, Amelia, was pregnant with the future pope, she was advised, get this, to get an abortion because of a pregnancy complication that potentially threatened her life. So what did Amelia do? Well, she found a new doctor. That, that was interesting. Never heard of that one. 
he was born as the Litany of Loretto was being sung at the parish church nearby. Amelia had asked that the window be opened so the song could enter the room. As he was being born, the Litany of Loretto. Uh, he was valedictorian of his high school. That's one thing I didn't know. I, I, it doesn't surprise me that St. John Paul II would be <laughs> valedictorian of his high school. After all, he, he was a pretty smart guy. Uh, here's another one. After the Nazis invaded for four years, Carol worked in a quarry and a chemical factory in order to remain in Poland. So there's some pictures of him. Uh, he's got his shirt off there in one of those factories, and he's got his scapular on that he always wore. He's just a cool guy. Oh, man. Uh, his spiritual mentor introduced Carol to St. John of the Cross. The future pope learned Spanish to better understand the Carmelite saint and wrote his doctoral dissertation on his writings. Uh, John Paul II's Carol Wojtyla was, of course, doctoral dissertation was Faith According to St. John of the Cross. Can you imagine learning a new language to write your doctoral dissertation? Goodness. I'm just bad at languages anyway, but I, I just can't imagine doing that. Uh, he also wrote different poems uh, from St. John. I wonder if that's where a lot of his inspiration for writing poems was born. That's interesting. I'm trying to make that connection here because we know that he wrote a lot of poetry. And you wonder, reading St. John of the Cross like he did, if maybe that's where it was that's where it was born. That'd be something to to research. Uh, as a young man, Carol doubted whether Marian devotion distracted from one's relationship with Christ. To counter this, his spiritual mentor also introduced Carol to the writings of St. Louis de Montfort. We may have to thank his uh, spiritual mentor, um, Ternowski, uh, and for John Paul II's love of the Blessed Mother during his papacy. Of course, his papal motto was Totus Tuus Maria, I am all thine, Mary. Uh, number uh, eight, the outdoor masses the young priest celebrated with his circle of young adult friends were technically forbidden by the communists. Yeah, I knew that. He would go out, of course, in campsites uh, with the young adult groups, and that's where he would that's where he would have mass. And there's different pictures of him kind of just lounging and hanging out and talking. You, you know that that right there. You got to think of the people that were surrounding him there. You know, just hanging out with a saint. Can you imagine just going to an outdoor mass and just kind of just hanging out with a, a saint like that? I mean, that's got to do so much for faith. I know it did for me growing up. You know, and even now, of course, I've talked about the communities that, that I'm involved in, my wife and I are involved in, and just small group of community, like-minded adults uh, when it comes to the faith that are trying to pursue and grow in holiness. Uh, but just to have that kind of... That, that that mind and that spirituality at your disposal like that with the people that John Paul II was around. And you got to imagine saints were born from there. As bishop, John Paul II, continuing on with some of these obscure facts of him uh, in light of his 100th anniversary of his birth, a little over a week ago, as bishop, he took part in Second Vatican Council and played a role in dra- drafting Gaudium et Spes, or On the Church in the Modern World. I did know that, yeah. As a bishop, he was really at the forefront of a lot of the documents and a lot of the discussions of the Second Vatican Council uh, there in uh, Gaudium et Spes. If you haven't read that one, I would say, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this here, but I'd say that's probably one of the easier church documents to read. At least it was for me. Uh, and I'm, you know... 
I, I like, I'm the kind of guy, I've said this oftentimes when it comes to different readings or writings of the church. I'm the guy that goes, you know, a couple uh, translations, uh, you know, down the rung. So I like to hear from someone else who kind of uh, has their, you know, put together their commentary on something because it's just a little bit easier for me to digest and understand. Uh, he chose the name John Paul to continue the work of his immediate predecessor and honor the two popes prior to them, both John the Twenty-Third and Paul the Sixth. Yes, he did. Uh, while Pope and Bishop of Rome, he visited almost all of the 322 parishes in the Eternal City. I'd love to know how short he was on it. 322 parishes in the Eternal City, as if he didn't have enough to do already. There was a, and this is something that a lot of people don't know, actually. There was a second assassination attempt on his life in 1982, a year after the famous attempt in St. Peter's Square, while John Paul II was in Fatima, he was, sta- he was stabbed. The assailant was a fanatical priest who allegedly disagreed with changes resulting from the Second Vatican Council. Um, the wo- the uh, wound was not severe and was kept quiet for many years. And this didn't make the public... Uh, the uh, the public ear and uh, yeah it wasn't uh, as you said it wasn't deep or anything and it wasn't life threatening but um, there was a second assassination attempt that was on John Paul II that always perks people up when they hear it because they you know you, you you haven't heard it at least many haven't he was the first pope to ever visit the United Kingdom a highlight in his attempt on ecumenism many were shocked when Pope. Uh, the Pope chose Denver to host the 1993 World Youth Day, but he was particular in choosing a modern secular city over a traditional pilgrim, pilgrimage site or historically Catholic location. There was a lot of pushback on that. I've read that in another book that I read on John Paul II because they wanted him to go to, a, as I said, a little bit more of a historical Catholic location, a pilgrimage site, something that was uh, seen already favorably in the light of Catholic faithful. Um, so, uh, but he he decided instead he was gonna he was gonna look to uh, Denver, a more secular city. And finally, as he approached his final days of battling Parkinson's disease, the Pope struggled to pronounce words clearly. As from many of us seen that, according oh, to Matthew, gonna think you hit a button. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain. And after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. We're not there yet. He, to <laughs> he told his closest aides that if he became unable to speak, it was his time to die. And uh, as you know, that was a pain, very painful for him. His parents' cause for canonization was opened this year, by the way, in his own home diocese. John Paul II's parents uh, are up for the cause, at least, is up for canonization. So we'll see if that continues to advance. St. John Paul II, pray for us. I know he's had a deep impact on many people that I know in my life as well, but those are some fun, but yet obscure facts of John Paul II is... We come off of his birthday a little over a week ago. All right, second half hour here, Kelly Walquist. We're going to talk about peace and what that can look like in our souls and how it is that we can take and live uh, in the peace of Jesus Christ in light of today's world. So Kelly Walquist, second half hour. Joe Stopulis is going to preview his 9 o'clock show. Host a man up here in the second half hour as well. All right, it's Monday, June 8th. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, folks, for being a part of this show. And thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Quality, not just the customer service, the commitment to the quality of workmanship and the materials used is next to none. Originally founded 1999, 20 years in business, GoldenRulePHC.com. That is GoldenRulePHC.com.
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. Thus they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of the Lord During his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus emphasizes the uniquely important teaching that's about to take place by ascending the mountain beforehand. What follows can be described as instruction on how to become blessed, in other words, holy, the saints God created us to be. Thankfully, in our tradition, we have those men and women who are recognized by God's church as having lived according to this instruction and what good examples they are for all of us. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Nighting in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coming up, Joe Stopulis, host of Man Up, going to, Man Up, going to preview his 9 o'clock show. Kelly Walquist is going to talk about the peace of Christ and how we can have that peace of Christ in our own life uh, as well, even amidst chaotic or uh, troubling times. So Kelly Walquist will be on here about 745. Uh, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day and our morning to Almighty God with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Monday to you. Uh, Did the uh, extension of your birthday weekend uh, go well? It went very well, yes, yes. I uh, don't really have anything to point to to uh, say that, but yes, Mm -hmm. it went well. 
You had a social gathering Friday night, I know, and uh, I didn't hear uh, anything on the police scanner from Urbandale <laughs> that uh, would lead me to believe anything happened out of the ordinary here and in town. Now, so mom and dad, go well. mom and dad, brother-in-law, and sister all came over and had some steaks <laughs> for the birthday. Yes, there, there you go. My goodness, we're having some warm weather and. Just when you think it's getting too warm, we're going to have a bunch of rain because uh, the prop- tropical storm moving right up the Mississippi River-ish area, and uh, we're going to get a, be- a little bit of that tomorrow, it looks like, tomorrow afternoon and into Wednesday. Yeah, I saw that. So it, 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 mm-hmm. it's one of those weeks. Now, you've been in a, a hurricane. You I were you traveling. I think you were on vacation, but I know you go coast to coast when uh, uh, things will open up here. You're, you're all over, but uh, you're a barnstormer. But you were in the mi- middle of a hurricane one time, so... This is just a tropical storm, John. One, two, three inches of rain, maybe, and that's it. Yeah, Hurricane Bertha. That was it. Never forget that. That was your hurricane, huh? That was the hurricane. <laughs> how many years ago was that? Oh, goodness. How old was I? I? I mean, that had to be, what, 20 years ago, maybe? 20, oh, 20. Goodness. Yeah, probably around there. I you're, had to be 15. That was over, you were in South Carolina at the time, right? We Vacationing were. or something Vacationing, like got yeah. there, and there it was. That That ended real quick. You became part of the volunteers helping to clean up. Congratulations yeah, to you and your family. We did. Great vacation destination, yeah. We were the ones uh, packing the bags and uh, you know, helping board up, uh, board up businesses. We, we were there. That was our vacation. To say it was relaxing so you, would be the, the opposite. Yeah, it, it was not, we're not relaxing. Yeah, so you were probably like a, in high school, maybe freshman or sophomore year, and when you got to school that fall, hey, you know, they ask everybody, what'd you do on vacation? Right. Well, I went through a hurricane. I helped board up uh, buildings. Boarded up some and, buildings. Uh, I took cover. Sandbags. That was it. That was it. <laughs> but I'm glad to hear that this one's only a tropical storm now, because I, I, it looked dangerous a few days ago. So, yeah. It did. It just uh, didn't have enough uh, power to become a hurricane, thank goodness. But it's still causing quite a bit of havoc with uh, a lot of rain, three to five inches of rain. It's dumping on the coast down there in Louisiana, Mississippi, and moving its way up the Mississippi River Valley. And we're going to be on the edge of that tomorrow. So we're going to see a lot of rain. Cedar Rapids area, Davenport, they're going to get even more rain because they're going to get the brunt of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, casualties from a storm. There you go. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning. We've got a beautiful day, a very warm morning and day on the outlook until tomorrow. Right now from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwall, currently at the Mercy One Studios here in central Iowa, we have mostly sunny skies, 73 degrees already. Southeast winds at 13 miles per hour. The humidity up there near 80%. And today we will see hot and humid conditions, very muggy and mostly sunny skies. A high of 91 degrees here in central Iowa. Southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, overnight low of 70 degrees, and then tomorrow, rain, uh, scattered showers and thunderstorms, rather. Uh, we could see one to three inches of rain in the area, high of 77 degrees for your Tuesday. Wednesday, we'll see rain early and becoming windy later in the day, a high of just 74 degrees. And Wednesday, uh, Tuesday night into Wednesday, we could see another inch and a half of rain here in central Iowa. So when that cold front moves through after the uh, tropical storm crystal ball comes through, we could see uh, three to five-inch rain tonals when it's all over by Wednesday after. Afternoon. Thursday and Friday, uh, chance to dry out. Partly cloudy and dry both those days. Highs in the upper 70s. Well, in the news on this uh, Monday morning, 
Casinos and amusement parks and other businesses were allowed to reopen in Iowa last Monday as Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds continues to ease coronavirus mitigation efforts here in the state. Now, Prairie Meadows uh, in Altoona will remain closed until 8 o'clock tomorrow, uh, next Monday morning, June 15th. The Altoona Casino will limit entrances when they reopen. Uh, anyone with a fever will not be allowed in, and all guests and employees will be required to wear a face covering. The next round of Expected openings in the state comes on Wednesday, June 17th, when the uh, indoor performance theaters, adult daycare centers, and indoor playgrounds are expected to be allowed to reopen. Uh, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds says they will have, she will have more information on reopenings in the state of Iowa later this week. Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. We're one week away from the opening of the high school baseball and softball games here in the state of Iowa. Next Monday, June 15th, is the season openers for most of the teams in the state of Iowa. First date they're allowed to play. Uh, Dowling Boys, uh, Dowling Baseball and Softball teams will be opening their night on uh, Monday, June 15th as they take on Des Moines North. The boys' game, baseball game is underway at 3.30 and the softball game is underway at 5 o'clock. They'll both play two varsity doubleheaders. And our first game on Iowa Catholic Radio is scheduled for Wednesday, June 15th. Lincoln at Dowling will have high school baseball and we'll bring you the doubleheader here on Iowa Catholic Radio with Joe Stacy on the call all season long here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have 73 degrees, mostly sunny skies, a southeast wind at 13 miles per hour the humidity up there near 80 percent and today we will see very muggy conditions hot and humid mostly sunny a high of 91 degrees with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour and this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your monday morning john leonetti show coming up jimmy olson and he has your morning track report i'm mark amadeo Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still running accident-free this morning as we continue with that commute. 235 looking good. Uh, seven minutes from the West Mixer and East Mixer, both into uh, downtown. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your saint of the day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. A disputed election as Archbishop and a mysterious death are the headlines from the tragic life of today's saint. Saint William of York today was born into a powerful family in England. His uncle was next in line to the British throne. and William himself was considered a probably a probable candidate for church office. When William was named Archbishop of York, there was substantial opposition from the local clergy. Sensing this tension, the Archbishop of Canterbury withheld the consecration. A few years later, another Archbishop did perform the consecration, but it lacked the authority of Pope Innocent II. As a result, William was deposed and a new election was held. However, William did become Archbishop of York, 14 years after he was first elected. After entering the city to shouts and cheers within two months, William was dead. He had been poisoned. After his death, many miracles were attributed to him, 
and he was canonized 73 years later after his death. So we ask St. William of York to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day, a family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is. 30 years in business, 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Let's go to Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Hello, sir. Good morning, Mr. John Linetti. I mean, what are you doing now that you're not, you know, hiking 15, 20 miles a day? Yeah, so I had to, I, I, today I had to make sure I got up at like 545 because I was still sleeping in at mountain time the Ooh. last few days. So, um, yeah, it felt good. Yeah. Um, trying to get back in the swing of things, though. Back, yeah, right back into the, right do back it into bit. it. Well, you, you, you came back in shape, right? I mean, you're going out there well, like I mean, that. yeah, you, you, uh, you know, we, we got about five miles a day in, something like that, um, it was it was awesome, John. I mean, again, I, I said it last week, and I'll say it apparently every time. But I've, my <laughs> wife, Chris, and I basically we have to get to the mountains just yeah. once a year. We have to get out there and just you know we talked about it in there. We love Iowa. We love the Four Seasons. You know, I, you know, we love the the agrarian you know, culture around here and all that. But at the same time, we do have these beautiful mountains not a far drive from us, and so we want to be able to uh, experience that. So we just kind of make an effort to get out there and. John, that southwestern part of Colorado, the, the Telluride, Ure area, is stunning. Is it? I mean, oh my gosh, it is, it is unlike anything I've ever seen. I mean, it was, it was that much better than almost anything I've ever seen. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna have to check oh, it yeah. out. Like I said, you may, oh, yeah. maybe we'll go on the Stopulous Tour one Let's of these years with you. Yeah. Uh, what do you it. got coming up on your show? So we have, it's the second part of a two-part episode with Grayson Dahl. Grayson's a young man here in town on fire for the faith, uh, just a really, really strong guy. And he is, is basically come out and he is talking about his struggle with pornography. And, uh, and again, I, I mentioned this last week, but I know I mentioned in the show, which is that, you know, I'm 34 and he's 22 ish, 21 ish. Um, and just th- there's a chasm of difference in how this affected that generation versus my generation and the generation above me just has technology ramped up. So a lot of the conversation will be around, you know, wh- what we can do to protect, uh, our children, uh, what we can do to change the culture around this epidemic that we're dealing with. Uh, and Grayson's just a really good guy to have in the show, so I'm excited to have him back on again. We couldn't fit it all in one episode, so today is part two of that conversation. Second part of that conversation, Joe Stopulus, man up, 9 o'clock this morning if you miss it, 9 o'clock in the evening. If you miss that, you can always go online to iowacatholicradio.com and you can check out the, uh, the podcast. It's all podcasted there. Joe, thanks, brother. Talk to you soon. See you, John. All right. That's Joe Stopulus, everyone. Kelly Walquist coming up next. Going to talk about peace. What is, what do we mean when we say Christ's peace in our life and how it is that we can live in that peace? Kelly Walquist, right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show today, friends. And a thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show, a Catholic veteran-owned family business with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including sidewalks, premium boulder walls, retaining walls, window wells, more passionate about their work and the service that they provide. And I've seen it firsthand, 963-1060-5sonsnaturescapes.com. That's 5sonsnaturescapes.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. 
This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Monday, June 8th. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. As parishes in the metro area soon begin offering weekday mass, the faithful ages 5 and up are asked to wear a face mask before entering the church. You and or your family will be asked to observe social distancing throughout your time in the church. Family units must sit 6 feet away from others during mass. You're encouraged to use the hand sanitizer placed by the door when entering and exiting the building. Offertory baskets will also be placed by the door for tithing drop-off. Bishop Johnson strongly urges that you receive Holy Communion in the hands for the common good. If you're elderly, vulnerable to COVID-19, or live with someone who is vulnerable, you are encouraged to stay home. Though weekend masses have not yet resumed in the metro area, the Sunday mass obligation remains suspended. For those who do not attend mass, know that God's infinite grace and mercy remain abundantly available. Find more resources and liturgical guidelines on the Diocese of Des Moines website at dmdiocese.org. The Catholic Charities Annual Bishop's Golf Classic will be held August 31st at Echo Valley Country Club in Norwalk. This event has been planned to be fun yet safe, taking into account COVID-19. Proceeds benefit the programs and services of Catholic Charities. To learn more, contact Holly at 237-5027. The Diocese of Des Moines will be celebrating this Friday at 5 p.m. as three of our seminarians, Brad Roby, Jake Epstein, and Reed Flood, will be ordained transitional deacons for the Diocese of Des Moines. This is their last step before ordination to priesthood next year. You can participate in this celebration virtually by tuning into the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page at 5 p.m. this Friday evening. Go to facebook.com slash dmdiocese. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Listen to Making It Personal with Bishop William Johnson Friday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio or on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Walmart Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. This is going to be a glorious Just you Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Nettie, the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Just talking about Blessman International with my wife last night and the great work that they continue to do. There in Limpopo, South Africa, I was explaining it to my sister-in-law as she sat there. She hadn't heard of them before, and so I was just explaining all the work they've continued to do and some of the struggles, again, that they're going through right now because they're not able to do that life-saving work uh, that they were once able to do just a short time ago. But I know Dr. Doc- and I know Dr. Jim 
uh, and Beth, I, I know they're going to get back to it, and they're already figuring out ways to make sure that those young people and, and their families are getting fed. BlessmanInternational.org, thank you for underwriting this show and all you continue to do there in Limpopo, South Africa. BlessmanInternational.org. All right, let's go to our last guest of the day. She's a Catholic author, speaker, founder of Wine, Women in the New Evangelization, and the director of the Archbishop Harry J. Flynn Catechetical Institute in the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis, Kelly Walquist. Hi, Kelly. Good morning, John. How are you? What do you not do? <laughs> you got a lot going on here, huh? There is a lot going on. Uh, There's a lot going on. You Good can handle it, and you have been ha- able to handle it. We're going to talk about the peace of Christ today, Kelly, and I don't know, sometimes that can be a little strange uh, hearing that in today's world. Peace. What is peace? Exactly. I think right now we need it more than ever, right? Mm-hmm. Or we need to feel that peace of Christ. Uh, you know, when we, even just looking at the word peace means, um, you know, it's shalom. In, in Hebrew, it means to be complete or whole. So peace is when we are feeling complete or whole. And what makes us complete and whole? It is having God in our life, having that relationship with the Lord. It is doing the will of the Father. You know, so that's where we're feeling our our peace and our, you know, feeling whole and as one. There's another word, John, that's kind of interesting, and it is diabolical. Hmm. And it's it's actually two words. But it's used, it's used over a thousand times in Scripture to, def, to define the devil. And it's two words, and that the first word in Greek is dia, means to divide, and balin means to scatter, to throw. And that's what the evil one wants to do. You know, he, the devil is a force of disintegration, disconnection, alienation. He wants to scatter and shatter our lives, our thoughts, our relationships, our energy, our focus, our, you know, our community, and... But we know that we have the peace of Christ, and it's something that's given to us. Jesus leaves us with his, <clears throat> excuse me, leaves us with his peace. You know, he says, peace, I leave with you my peace I give to you, not as the world gives to you, I give to you. You know, so we have this understanding that we have that peace of Christ. I think right now it is, how do we grasp it? You know, I think everything we've been going through, I don't know about you, but through the quarantine, sure through what we've experienced the last, you know, week and a half, that it's how do we grasp that peace? Is it possible and in this world to grasp that peace? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what? And you know how we're, we're told how to do it? I mean, through the Word of God, through Scripture. And the, the Scripture that I always go to is Colossians three, fifteen through 18. And it, it says, And let the peace of Christ rule your heart, to which indeed you were called in the one body. And I'm like, okay, yes, I get this. We have to let the peace of Christ through our hearts. But how do we do that? And I think when you continue to read, we're, we're given the keys on how we can do that. Um, he, he says, uh, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another in all wisdom and as you sing psalms of hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness to God in your hearts. And I was meditating on that a couple of years ago, and I thought, okay, look at it. When I'm not feeling that peace in my heart, when I'm trying to grasp it, I can do what is told to me here. I mean, just pulling out the verbs, you know, be thankful. And I have to say, in the last, since COVID and everything, it's been even more important for me at night to be thankful, Hmm. to count those blessings, because I think that helps you gain that sense of peace as well. And then let the words of Christ dwell in you richly. 
that is another thing that I've had to cling to. You know, without having the Eucharist um, for so long, we still had the Word of God. We could still be with Him there. And so my morning prayer, my Lexio Divina, then also became an evening Lexio Divina. So I, ha- I had to cling to that, and I still am. And I think I can tell you, John, I have much more peace clinging mm-hmm. to the Word of God than clinging to Facebook. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and there's a difference, as you said, between clinging to and grasping at, right? I mean, I yeah. in in the world we grasp at so many different things and try to fill ourselves with things that we think are going to fulfill us and bring us that peace, and they just never do, uh, you know, never do because the, the the peace that Kelly's talking about here it can only be. Uh, can only be given uh, from God himself. It's pure gift that God can give to us. So it's not something that I can go out and just kind of conjure up or find or manifest myself. It is a gift that we have to be open to receiving, and that in turn means we cling to the right things in order to avail ourselves and open ourselves to receive that gift. Amen. Amen. And, and you know, St. Paul goes on and he, he kind of continues on that and says, you know, you know teach and share the gospel— with the gifts that God has given you. I mean, when we teach and admonish another in Christ, we are, we are entering into what, how we were created to live. You know, and, that, and that's saying, giving a yes to that peace of Christ. When you're doing the will of God, when you're entering into the will of God, you are, you are saying yes to receiving that gift of peace. And then he says to sing songs of praise. And I remember once I, when I was looking at this, I was you know, God can speak to us in so many ways, and sometimes to me it's just crazy ways. So I'm meditating on the sing songs of psalms of praise, and all of a sudden I thought, you know what? In the restaurant business, when some, when you're out of something, they say 86, right? You know, 86 the turkey, whatever it is. Yeah. And I thought there are times in my life where I feel as though I'm out of my relationship with the Lord, and I, you know, I feel like something's not right. And at that moment, I thought, you know, what? I'm just going to turn to Psalm 86 hmm. and just see what that is. So I am telling you, when you are feeling out of sorts, or you're feeling that your relationship isn't right with the Lord, and you're not sensing that peace, go and pray Psalm 86. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. And you can always remember that now, because you can remember restaurants, you know? Um, and so I love that whole aspect of then really praising the Lord. Yeah, and, and I... We, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, we, you know, we just did this with wine a week ago on March 31st, Women in the New Evangelization. We had a concert in the virtual vineyard, which was called the Harvest is Plentiful Tour, with over a dozen singers. And you know what? We planned that over a month ago, because we recognized that two major foundational feast days of wine were converging, Pentecost and the Visitation. Hmm. Well, Sunday, our world was on, our our city, I'm in Minneapolis, was, it was chaos, right? And yet, what we heard from people when we had done this, was how much peace it gave them to be, to be entering in. And we're going to, hopefully, well, we're going to be replaying that on CatholicVineyard.com, because if it, if it gave peace for those people, we wanted to give peace for as many as we can. Sure. So. Well, you hear what Kelly's saying, friends, and, and, you know, first and foremost, we cling to Christ Jesus. We cling to Him in His Word. 
sacred scripture, and uh, Kelly gave a couple examples of that and, and a little bit of Lexio Divina. I know I've been doing that uh, in a book that I'm reading right now in St. Padre Pio. I mentioned this earlier in the show, and his spiritual, uh, his letters to his spiritual director, which have just been uh, just so beautiful. I mean, again, and just kind of calm me down and bring me back to the, the Prince of Peace, which is Christ Jesus. And there's some other ways that you can plug in. Wine would be one for all you ladies out there. Uh, women in the New Evangelization. Now, how can people hook up in this organization? They can come and join with us at catholicvineyard.com, catholicvineyard.com. And, you know, we've always had a virtual vineyard since we began five years ago. So we have a virtual book club. So we've got women all over the country, actually all over the world, because we have so many military women in it as well. Uh, so we've, we've had that, and hopefully soon we'll be back together doing events. We've got a, we have a virtual event, uh, Women, Wine, and Wisdom, in the virtual vineyard this Wednesday with Sonia Corbett. So that'll be fun. So catholicvineyard.com, come find us. We'd love to have you join us. Yeah, there's some great stuff there, and Kelly comes with my highest endorsement. I don't, I don't <laughs> think that really matters much, but uh, for whatever that's worth, Kelly Walquist, everyone. Keep up the great work, Kelly. Thanks, John. God oh, bless. All right, you too. That's Kelly Walquist, everyone. Good stuff that she brings um, to to our faith today. Yes, and, and uh, catholicvineyard.com. Really get hooked up in that, friends. Wine, women in the new evangelization for all you ladies out there. Uh, tap into that because there's some some good stuff. She's feeding your soul. All right, that puts this show in the books. Thanks for joining me today on this Monday. These shows just keep getting faster and faster, it seems like. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I am John Linetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more Father's heart Into the world we're reaching out To show them who you are So living water flowing through God we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood 
Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. 